Hello and welcome back to Community Connection. I'm Iowa City Mayor Bruce Teague. Holidays are a time that we gather with family and friends, but like everything else right now, celebrations are going to look a little different during the COVID-19 pandemic. Having discussions ahead of time and making a plan is going to be crucial to protecting the health of our families, friends, and our community. Here to offer some safety recommendations is Sam Jarvis, Community Health Manager for Johnson County Public Health. Thanks for joining me. Yeah, thank you for having us. Yes, yeah, super excited to talk to you, especially when we're thinking about the holidays that's going to be coming up. So we have Thanksgiving and Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. Those are just a few of the holidays coming up. And when we think about traveling uh, for people within our community, what are some of the safety concerns that you would have that you would share with us to consider while we're making our travel plans? Yeah, absolutely. I think the, the two largest things that come to mind uh, when we're thinking about the holidays are persons traveling uh, when they're ill. As always, we'd ask that persons would stay home uh, while they recover or so they can feel better. Uh, and then also uh, looking at what the, the event is, if it's a large gathering. Um, we know that that's pretty thematic with a lot of the holidays coming up, getting together with close friends and family members. And so being able to, uh, to know that difference and then know what the details are of the event are extremely important to consider uh, when planning in the future. I know that the CDC came out with some recommendations at what are some low risk levels and high risk levels. Can you talk to us a little bit about what some of those risks are that we should be considering? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, as always, uh, doing things with your household uh, or being virtual are some of the safest things that, that persons can do uh, during the pandemic. Uh, we know that that's difficult and sometimes often not as desirable. And so when we look at kind of expanding uh, our groups uh, to consider either just household contacts or possibly close friends and family, persons who you've already hung out with uh, throughout the uh, past several months. Some persons are kind of developing their own cohort or, or pods, what they call. Uh, and so considering how many persons uh, and how long um, can be some of the, the more safer practices uh, persons can take uh, for the upcoming holiday season. Yeah, it's always hard to kind of limit who you're going to pick and choose to be at your family holidays. It's, it's such a hard task. Um, but during COVID, I think we're going to have to challenge ourselves a little bit to just consider how we can lower our risk factors. Uh, what are some of the what are some of the median risk activities um, that you would that you would say? You know, going out from from looking at low risk activities by yourself or with your household, uh, going into that extended family or friends, uh, you know, certainly uh, increases a little bit more risk. If you're with other non-household contacts, um, there are certainly things that everyone can do uh, to plan those type of events. Uh, and certainly traveling to other areas that might have uh, a higher threshold of cases going on currently. Um, so those are other things to consider uh, when planning for the holidays this year. Well, I know that um, for myself and my immediate family, we are definitely trying to figure out what, what type of activities uh, we can even perform when we're at these holiday functions because that becomes important. You know, are you sitting around, um, you know, sometimes people have these family drinking games and, and you probably have to be a little careful with, with some of that. But, um, you know, just some of the activities when you're thinking about close, close contact. 
Yeah, absolutely. Now, if you're a planner, now's your time to shine. Uh, you know, certainly going into the holidays, uh, having those crucial conversations with your friends and loved ones of what type of events will be occurring and activities. Uh, if you're, if everyone's, you know, will make the pledge to wear a mask when they're around others. Uh, if they'll make that family pledge to not attend if they're ill, because it's very tempting to want to see everyone, uh, especially now since many have probably uh, not seen their loved ones or, or close friends for quite a while. Uh, but still important to be very vigilant uh, now more than ever. Uh, but having those conversations, you know, if everyone's wearing a mask, uh, if spacing will be provided, if it's indoor or outdoor, um, there's certainly a lot of things that can be planned for and hopefully weather permitting uh, and other kind of practices and activities, uh, you know, everyone can have a safe holiday. But, you know, if you're a person at increased risk or your loved ones or friends are, um, there's a lot to consider. I think you touch on a point that I want to just amplify a little bit because how one person might think about their comfort level, you have to consider other people's comfort levels as well and yeah. even other people's risk factors. And it's important, I believe, to have that conversation at what the activities will be, what would this um, gathering look like? You know, are, will everybody have on masks? Will they not have on masks? I think it's important because I, you want to make sure that the plans are happening ahead of time before you kind of get there and then, wham, there's uh, some tension between how people are operating. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, definitely, we encourage persons having those conversations up front before they attend the event and, and calling up uh, whether your aunts or uncles or grandma and grandpa's house or whomever uh, to have those discussions and, and know where everyone's uh, sitting at, at the dinner table, or if they're attending, and, and other precautions that everyone can take. So, Another thing that uh, is going to be coming up that's a, been a tradition is Black Friday shopping, right? So people, the Friday after uh, Thanksgiving, and sometimes it happened the day of Thanksgiving, where Black Friday shopping happens. So what are some of those, um, what's, what's some advice you would give us in, re in regards to uh, shopping, when it, in large crowds and what are some advice you would give to us? Yeah, absolutely. If, if it's anything that we've seen in the past, uh, we certainly know that Black Friday and all the, the holiday deals draw a lot of crowd. Uh, and so, you know, we would certainly recommend persons avoiding large crowds if at all possible. Uh, and if they're out to, to go shopping to, to limit their, their exposure as best as possible by keeping that physical distance uh, as always, we're encouraging persons to wear masks. Um, some other, uh, you know, alternatives might be to shop online or pick a different day to shop locally uh, when there might be less crowds, too. So there's certainly a lot of ways that we can do the, the same holidays and traditions, but uh, a bit safer. Yeah, we're going to just have to think about it a little more. And because one of the things in our community is we've seen a higher number of hospitalizations as well as COVID numbers on the higher end. So just want to make sure that people are taking that into account because we want to get our numbers where um, they're, they're down. That's, that's our entire hope to get it where it's down so we can keep operating. Um, but wanted to know maybe some steps that you can review, review with us about what we can do to keep um, the risk of COVID down uh, within our communities. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for the opportunity. You know, a lot of times we say this, the same recommendations over and over, 
uh, and we sound like broken records, but it's, they're always good reminders. Uh, as always, uh, if you're ill, please stay home. Uh, it's not just your health that we want to keep in mind, but others around you, especially when we're thinking about the holidays uh, with your loved ones, friends, and family. Uh, other things that one can, uh, persons can do this holiday season is if you're going out, please wear a mask. I know that all, a lot of times we've heard also that persons think that, well, I'm with close family. I, we don't need to. Uh, it's something to consider if they're non-household contacts uh, because the persons you live with, ideally you know uh, what their daily life and schedule is and certainly, uh, hopefully, everyone in your household has had that conversation on, on what everyone's risk level is, but it's another issue when it uh, extends outside of that uh, to other households. Other simple things that people can do are cover their cough when they're ill and frequent hand washing uh, and then now that it's flu season, we're absolutely encouraging everyone to get their flu shot as soon as possible. So we're, we've been in COVID a little while now, right? And one of the things that people were doing, myself included, back in the day, when it first came out, there was a lot of anxiety. Um, when I would come home, I would wash all my clothes. Uh, when the groceries came in, I would wash all the containers and such. Um, so. I appreciate you going over some of the things that is continuous to be recommended, um, which is the hand washing, covering the cough, um, you know, that type stuff. Um, is there any other myth that, uh, or anything that you might want to just share with us in regards to Corona? I'm sure we can't ever be too careful. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, certainly if persons are concerned uh, about some of the containers and things and, and they're wanting to, uh, do their due diligence uh, because of the concern of surface transmission. Um, there's certainly nothing wrong with that, but as always, if you're using cleaning materials uh, to use the uh, directions when you're doing so. Um, you know, as we learn more uh, about this novel virus, uh, we continue to, to see different things and practices change, but, um, you know, I think the, the biggest and most important thing that we could really stress is wearing a mask. Uh, and that's something that's certainly been new as of, uh, I believe, April, uh, but continuing that practice and especially when we're around other persons, um, regardless of if they're, uh, you know, or I should say if they're non-household contacts or other persons uh, that you're gathering with. Sure, sure. Well, I appreciate all of your thoughts that you've shared with us today. Anything you want to leave with us, and, and again, thanks to all of the public health workers that you work with, thanks to all of them as well. Yeah, thank you. You know, again, uh, we just ask for everyone's patience and vigilance throughout all of this. It's been really tough uh, throughout the past several months, but uh, we continue to progress through this pandemic together. Uh, we are learning more uh, every day, every week uh, about what we can do, and we're experiencing this uh, event uh, you know, with different scenarios as we go on, whether it's high school basketball games, large events, family gatherings, uh, reopening businesses, or being on site at work. Uh, we're continuing to learn more, and we just really appreciate everyone's patience and, and vigilance on, on keeping transmission low in our community. So thank you. Yes. All right. Well, thanks for all you do again, and we'll see you around. Thank you. Yes. Take care. That's our show for today. You can visit icgov.org slash coronavirus to learn more about how the city is responding during this public health crisis. We'll be back again next week with another episode of Community Connection. Until then, be safe, Iowa City. Mm -hmm.